2: Okay, this is a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years, and anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. That company is Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, and in five, four, 3, two, 1, I'm out of time.
0: Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable Cars and Coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike.
2: Welcome to Spike's Car Radio. Zuckerman's so already you? annoyed. You're already annoyed.
0: You know what I did too? What? I have not had sugar in 24 days. Well, because that's I was so in such a bad mood, I had a half a piece of cake. The sugar is coursing through my veins, it's making me angry and nauseous.
2: You know what the listeners are saying right now? peanut well, m&m's you're going to abandon us now now where, that you've got the whole world eating peanut m&m's you're going to leave us suckerman exactly <laughs> they
0: don't work for me anymore I'm,
2: I'm still eating them i've been getting mutants left and right well it's, are you saving them i can't save a, you, a peanut m&m i eat it
0: you eat the mutants i like
2: the mutants you
0: know what somebody wrote to me they said it's because they've taken the gluten out of the peanut m&m's and that's why they are no longer uniform i don't believe that no. but where but, would the gluten be
2: Okay. In what, the peanut?
0: Can you actually identify gluten for me? If I took you into a factory with different things, would you be able to point at? the I gluten? I can
2: tell the things that I eat are gluten-free, they fall apart. So it's the glue times 10, ten that holds everything okay. together. Okay, That's if, my theory. But if we went into like a <laughs> factory
0: but and there were vats of different powders right. and things, would you be able to say, oh, look at the gluten?
2: I want to buy gluten-filled. I really, everything that's got gluten, I like. But I also, there's a bunch, Erica has a bunch of like gluten free stuff in the house, and that's great too gluten free pretzels. You feel like, you know, it's. It, you look at the bag and you go, I'll, I'll take it because I can eat it. But really, you can't. They're even more fattening than the regular stuff. They have stuff.
0: more carbohydrates. They have more other weird things.
2: Before uh, we get uh, Mr. Seinfeld on the phone, who's going to come and recap yeah, his 944, geez, Zuckerman, please, I'm trying to speak, <laughs> and you're just interjecting <laughs> profanity about Jerry Seinfeld, which Ooh. is- <laughs> I didn't know we were talking about him.
0: I take it back.
2: Fuck that. You said, fuck that guy. <laughs> who, uh, who? I said Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld. I didn't say
0: that. No. Oh. Did anyone hear me say Well, did
2: you hear him say that? Okay. I, I didn't actually. There you go. It.
0: There you see, you're hearing What face. did you say, Ben? I Tell said, me that's what a, he said that's a funny guy.
2: That's a funny guy. That's a funny guy. Uh, oh, okay. All right, that's Fucked a funny. That we guy. all <laughs> Fuck the guy. funny guy. <laughs> he's very sensitive. You should be careful. Um he's going to come on. He's going to talk about these uh it's great cuz I have a new dimension to taproot car theory. We've discovered something through Jerry's purchases, two nine four fours, 944s, a, a 944 Cabriolet and a 944 Turbo. We're going to recap that with him. Before we do that, Zuckerman, you and I were just in uh, Arizona for Barrett-Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought remember i was down there that first day we were shooting something with yes. uh, hangar 56 with my company i said uh, he, you said should i come down tonight and i said no don't because if you do we're going to be flying back to la tonight rather than spending at least 24 hours here and you made um, me
0: laugh so hard with your description of it and, well, how did and I, I describe it okay you said you said it's, it's you said <laughs> there's turkey legs the smell of fried sugar funnel (laughs) cakes it's you said it's like a bad country fair um and a place where you where true religion genes are still in high yes in high fashion and then you said and and the ambient noise is at at 80 decibels and above that you can hear through the noise
2: (laughs) i heard it for two straight nights trying to go to bed in my head It's a spectacle. It's a wonderful spectacle. I mean, I did cast it in a negative light for a couple of different reasons, but I had a great time there at the same time. We had these passes that were given to us by a friend of ours, and and suddenly we're walking. Hey, you're going to unplug that in one second there. Be careful. Um, Suddenly we're walking. And we walked right onto the stage where they they're actually off the car. It's very different than gooding where you're kind of you're kept behind and off the stage. There's propriety. <laughs> I walked right in front of the podium while one of the cars is going off and I'm just you know, it was it was super fun. It's just not they're not my kind of cars that's all but, but it, i really enjoyed everybody was, i met you know I, what i, I, I like the whole you know thing what it's a it, spectacle it, it was
0: like beyond thunderdome it was like the re, the arena in beyond thunderdome
2: you know what and when we were there we were there with our friend moise and when you were there and you know you get kind of separated and so what did what did i do when we got i was a little nervous about that crowd and you mixing with that crowd mean, right
0: all of the Jews, all of the Jews at Barrett Jackson. So you were calling yeah, there me. Weren't a, there you're, weren't
2: many of them there. So, it, so many, what did what, I do?
0: You called her Smith and Sullivan.
2: <laughs> if I had to yell across across the room, I would go, Mister <laughs> Mr. Sullivan, Mister Smith. <laughs> that was our little uh, joke there. Yes. But even me, you know, a you know, I'm just I look like city folk there, and you know, I, yes. I, I get a couple of looks. But I met a, a lot of car matchmaker fans. I met a lot of uh, uh, spikes car. Radio. Radio fans, that is which true. Was really fun, and you know the one thing that unites all of us, even uh, the folks who buy those cars, is they li- we all <laughs> like cars. So I did appreciate it on that level. There are a ton of great Mustangs. If you want to buy a Mustang, Barrett Jackson is the place to go. But can you believe it's se- it's what six or seven days? It was about seven eight, days. eight football fields or bigger. What a spectacle okay. that thing is!
0: Listen to this. At Gooding, it takes them two days to turn about a hundred and twenty cars. Yeah. At Barrett-Jackson, they do 1,500 cars approximately, 1,500 cars in seven days. three 350 cars a day. I'm sure somebody has had a heart attack on that stage that's working up there.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and then you get in the middle, you know. They could be auctioning off livestock for all I care. Well, that's net. what it was like, chickens. <laughs> just, yeah, and, and, uh, a big show. There's just a big show going on. But dude, Seven
0: football fields of shit, too.
2: While we're talking here, just call Jerry up and get him on. He'll, he can join us. Um, that, fu- that funny guy. A funny guy. That's exactly right, Zuckerman. You'd be careful. You'd be nice. <laughs> the um, you just have to do your due diligence with those cars because you know you see cars come off the stage with one headlight on and weird hissing. Uh, the, you know, the two, the two cars the are front like they were, they were the, try not you, to talk over me, Zuckerman. you can't you do it talk to over me? Well, I, yeah, I'm the host of the show. Oh, if I okay. want to shut you up, I shut you up. Oh, that's, okay. That's what oh, okay. I do. <laughs> I'm just gonna go
0: home. I like those two Buick GNXs or, or Grand All Nationals those were cool
2: tell everybody the license plate
0: twin one and yeah. twin two
2: those were cool we should have bought those we should have just bought those hey jerry mr seinfeld it's like yeah cool. hey, this is uh, spike ferrison from spikes car radio and the real zuckerman <laughs> nice to meet you guys <laughs> are you in the bathroom or are you what are you doing you got a strange sound. I'm in the
1: middle of din- seven o'clock is dinner time at the Seinfeld House, and so it couldn't be more inappropriate. <laughs> but Let's just do it.
0: Put the pork chops
1: there. <laughs> we can call you back. What are you eating? Really? Steak? Oh, yeah? Mm, that sounds call, nice. You can, call, you, can, you can call me back when?
2: Well, how long do you want? You want 10 minutes? We've got more to talk about. We're re- just recapping uh, Barrett Jackson here.
1: Yeah, I would like a longer. Can can, he, can we do it in thirty minutes?
2: What it will? Do we have the studio time there?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: we're good. Mm-hmm. We're good.
1: Okay, let's let's go seven thirty.
2: Got it. We'll call you back.
1: Okay, great. All right. All right. What let's leave I that say? in. Let's leave that in <laughs> the, the whole show.
2: dinner time yeah, conversation. Nice. Of course, that's that's wonderful. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> even, Jerry's <laughs> eating
0: steak on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: what's funny is he he confirmed two hours ago. Yeah, call me at seven. Right. And then he's mad at us. That's See, I have this theory about Jerry. It's called two Jerry's theory, that there are two very distinct and different Jerry's living in Jerry's head, and one Jerry will screw over the other Jerry. And, and this is a perfect example of that, where one Jerry says, yeah, call me, we're in, we're doing it, 7 o'clock. The other Jerry goes, why are you doing this to me? This is the worst time to talk. All right, let's do
0: it. You know that he does a bit about that. There's nighttime guy and morning guy.
2: Yeah, no, I Night, know that. Yeah, that whole bit. That's right. exactly what he's talking about. But, but it's happening during the day. Yes. <laughs> it's the same guy. It's the same guy. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, we're going to discuss this uh 944 uh, deal with Jerry. Um, Another dimension
0: to the tapper. I'm trying to think of
2: what else about Barrett-Jackson, Zuckerman. You and I can sit and discuss Barrett for a second here. The fans want to hear this anyway. Oh, yeah, us not here's waste what this time, in other words.
0: Here's what I'm going to tell you. Uh, it's a logistical feat on par with Operation Overlord, the invasion of Normandy, that they get that much shit <laughs> in northeast <laughs> Ar- Phoenix. It's really insane what they've got going on there. There is Somebody in charge of logistics there to make everything come in, to have the amount of cars there, 1,500 cars, people to push the cars, people to push the cars on, people to push the cars off, people to watch out so when they're pushing cars they don't run somebody over. Uh, how to, Where to set up the hazirah you're selling. People are selling buck knives, they're selling western wear, they're, they're selling mountain gear, they're selling foam beds. Jukeboxes. Jukeboxes. <laughs>
2: Airboats. Airboats. <laughs> Yeah. Slot machines. How how about just the auction? And now we also went over to Gooding, right? Which was a little Uh, more put together. And yeah, it was nice. And they had the same. What I liked about Gooding, by the way, is they have that same setup at all their auctions. You kind of know where. It's always familiar. Yeah. You know where the coffee booth is. You just know where you want to be in that auction. Um I, what about just the psychology of when you walk into that room? You feel like you gotta buy something, right? It's,
0: it's and then,
2: so- and no, wait, and and then you're in the middle of it, and it just it hurts a little bit. But if you can make it out of that, like on the flight home, didn't right. you feel great of that course, we didn't buy anything? Of
0: course, because there was some. First of all, the way that they light everything, I've always remarked about Goody. Like, okay, you go to Barrett Jackson, and the cars are there. War, warts and all, you can see every fucking defect. It's almost celebrated. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You get to Goody, and definitely it's the best l- day or night of those cars' lives. They are, they are displayed in such a way. They are so appealing. And there is something about the atmosphere that makes you want to be a player. Mm-hmm. You want to go toe-to-toe with some other big see, shots.
2: Now, nah, nah. Yeah. see, I don't feel that way, Zuckerman. That's not what gets me crazy. What gets me crazy is the cars, but you've said this before. When you came on uh, Car Matchmaker, you said that competitive feeling, I must come in and I must win. And then lose. The win, lose. I don't know. I wonder how – I wonder if most people are like me or you. I, I look at the cars and I just desire the vehicle. I think this is unique to Zuckerman. No, no no, to no, 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 and no, no, no. I think people yourself and crush.
0: I, I, think other people are competitive. I think it comes from a little chip on the shoulder, all of that stuff that that drive to be successful. Yes, I love the cars, but in the heat of the moment, bidding, in the heat of the moment when you're bidding, yeah, that's fun. You need to prevail over the other guy, just like in any fight, in any in any other competition, mano a mano. And, right. so, and that's where I've gone before. And then the minute I win, I realize
2: what a fucking loser I, I am. I just lost. It's
0: such a horrible feeling. I paid all that money yeah. to
2: have this. Yeah, we already know this. And we do this over and over and over again.
0: Right. Yeah. This they, is Jerry's theory about impartial uh, partial conditioning. Right. Where it works out once every so often. <clears throat> you keep doing it, hoping to repeat the, the
2: transitory victories. Lot number 215. R.M. Sotheby's in Arizona. Uh, 2010 Porsche 911 Sport Classic. uh, Number two of only 250 built by the Porsche exclusive apartment. 150 miles, so it's virtually new condition. Virgin. Now, what would make it new? 20 miles? Okay. Instead of virtually new? Just quick answer. I don't need a long, blowhard answer. Just give me a quick I, one. I don't know the difference. Okay, you don't know the difference. Import it to the U.S. Oh on show Lord. and design. The best and most. I want to get it out. The best. <laughs> wait, who said that? Will? What did you say? The best and most complete driver's Carrera car. Oh, sure. I'm going to go to you in a minute, Zach. Just ch- calm down. I, I know. Can't you guys. Sugar. Yeah, I know. I understand. You and I are mad for different reasons today, but I get it. This car was sold for, is this, uh, wait, I just want to make sure I've got the right one here. This number is so ridiculous. Yeah, I do have the right number. Sold for, all in, $654,000, inclusive of applicable buyer's fee. Zuckerman, your thoughts? To my surprise, I
0: heard from our friend Cam Ingram at Road Scholars. Yep. And he told me that those cars had been trading in the fives, so that the number was I would have thought that car was a hundred fifty two hundred. So I was thinking somebody's paid triple what it's worth, which I still think it's triple what it's worth. But the numbers are half a
2: million for those things. 3,800cc 4-cam, four 4-valve, four normally aspirated, direct injection engine aided by a power kit that includes ported and polished combustion chambers, special resonance intake manifold that helps maintain peak power throughout the ref range, and a remapped ECU. We're going to remap. They did that remapping on paper, Zuckerman. That's what's impressive about it. There's also a new exhaust system, carbon fiber airbox. These upgrades produced a thumping 408 horsepower. No, I don't know. Deal. Is that really a thump? Is that a big thumping? No. A 23-horsepower improvement over the standard Carrera S. Power is delivered through a six- hey, Look, this is a long way of saying, I I don't- Oh, my God. And then they're talking about the roof called the double dome, reminiscent of the double roof seen on Zagato designs, but it's not a Zagato design. This is not a $660,000 no. car, is it? No. It's not. And people go crazy like we did. It's a 2010 911 with a ducktail, people.
0: You could buy a GT2 RS, a 997 <laughs> yes. GT2 RS, for less than that.
2: Channel your anger into this purchase. <laughs> Go ahead, I Zucker. hope he's happy. <laughs> I
0: hope whoever bought that yeah. is happy. That Talk about the win-lose.
2: <clears throat> well, there are only 250 of them, so yes, oh. okay, imported to the U.S. and show and display. There aren't many of them here, right? I know of a couple, right? Right. So... Maybe this is the same one, isn't is, you know that all our friends had and we're passing around like, insert uh, female reference here. Anyway, I don't know. I didn't. Th- I, this was the one sale we heard about all week long at uh, Barrett Jackson in Arizona. This is what everybody was talking about. Did you? Hear, was there anything else that sold this week that caught caught your attention?
0: No, there were no real. This was the
2: outlier. Yeah, it is. And what what did these cars go for originally? They had Not- to be under two, right? Yeah.
0: Oh, you did man. know your your fate you like short wheel base 250 GTs ferraris right yes. I think one went about $7 million, yeah, which did. I thought yes, was down. Low. Yes, they it, are. So it's down a couple
2: mil, right? They need to come down like six or seven more, and I'll get one. Right. Well, as soon as <laughs> as, soon as,
0: as the price of a Sport Classic, you're in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, even that, it might be too much, but yes. we'll see. I'm looking at this car. Yeah, here's the Sport Classic. It's, it's it is a it's beautiful, pretty beautiful car, car. It's got a color reminds, scheme. It's got a ducktail. You know what it reminds me of is our. Uh, I have an update on our GT3 Touring. All right. <laughs> you know and you I, I don't know that I talked about this on the show you but I did. It. We talked about wheel and tire package, right? Yes. They put on the new tire at the dealership. I've been driving for a week. It's been pulling to the right. I been like free- crazy. Right. Uh, I spoke to Matt Farah about it. I had some theories about it went to the Renlist uh, forums to figure it out. And what we put together after doing our own research, the dealership didn't quite know what we were talking about and they were like this is a very new model. You guys have one of the first one, you know, some excuses. Is that one tire is two thousand miles on it, the other one does not. These are Dunlop Sport Max twos, right, and right. that they are Matt Ferriss said. you know they' they're designed to drive a couple thousand miles that's it, and that's right. so you've got two thousand on one, which is bare, kind of a, a racing slick, and then you've got this other one grabbing and it's it's pushing you to the right, right the car is going. I brought the car in this morning, and guess what uh, guess what we found out. What did we find out? They put the wrong tire on the car. <laughs> dopes. <laughs> <laughs> well, none courtesy of, I, of your professionals. I'm one of those dopes. Yeah, I can't read tires these days. They're okay. so black. You get them in the why, garage, you know, why I'm just would not you not going to get the flashlight out to look. Why would
0: you suspect you had a different tire It was on the a Dunlop cars.
2: Sport Max instead of a Dunlop Sport Max 2. And now look, they're getting a new one to put on, but I suspect <laughs> 'Cause the car drove just fine with the seventy six station plug in the middle of it. I suspect that's the issue here. Wheel and tire
0: package. Yeah, Suckers but, but bet.
2: It, you know, I was a little worried about the wheel and tire package because when I spoke to the dealership they said I said if one new tire throws off my whole car, you should give me two tires for free, right? And they said, No, that's not gonna happen.
0: Hmm. So that would again, be an interesting lawsuit. I could make it happen. I love this. This is great.
2: This is why we love Zuckerman. He's a lawyer. He can just say what he just said. It's very, very fast, very healing. To, I, I don't want you to I, no, these are our friends. These are our friends at Beverly Hills Porsche. Are they really our friends? Uh, it's friendly.
0: Would it's, they take my money? <clears throat> Would they charge you o- over sticker? Would they charge <clears throat> me over sticker? Yeah. No, I know. Right? So really, are they friends? I don't know. If well, I take you out to dinner and I say I'll pay the check, and let's then test I ask you theory. for what, then I ask you for twice the money. What
2: hey, do we for, want? What are we? What do we want? Because there are a lot of Porsche dealers from around the world listening to this podcast. Why don't we test the loyalty of Beverly Hills Porsche, who we like? But you're right, uh, the new Speedster over sticker. That's what we're we're being told, right? Right. Who's going to get us one for sticker? Right. Who's going to get us one for Sticker? And then hear us say wonderful things about him on this podcast. Right. Let's test it. You can
0: buy our friendship at Sticker. <laughs> at sticker.
2: <laughs> it is a question that comes up a lot. We're going to call Jerry in a minute. Don't you worry. But um, a question that comes up a lot, Zuckerman, I know you've got it too, is how do you deal with this issue when you want these GT cars? I don't, I don't ever answer it because I'm not quite sure – how to answer that? But when when there's someone living in the middle of Pennsylvania or Kansas and they want a GT3 and they've called their closest dealer and they said it's a hundred over sticker, what do you do after that?
0: Wow. Well, times are changing. We know they're making more of these specialty cars in an effort to bring down the black market uh, in the specialty cars. I think that if you are really not a we we were we were preferred customers of of the former dealership, so we were getting these things at sticker because we bought so much business. Now I think we have to look for a different point of entry. But if you're talking about what does the guy in Pennsylvania do, he's screwed.
2: But what about? <clears throat> yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to to figure that out. I mean, your firm buys a lot of Porsches, right? And still, you're getting a little bit of a, a runaround right, right now because you didn't buy a nine eighteen. Right. Which that doesn't that doesn't feel right, right? I'm,
0: and to Dean's credit, Dean, our friend who formerly of the Auto Gallery and now of Beverly Hills Porsche, the guy we've been working with for years, he told me at the time I needed to buy a nine eighteen for the uh, for the VIP program, and I told him you're hallucinating. I, that's not. I, how could that possibly upset the all of the balance of of car distribution? And what it if did.
2: what if we pivot, pivot to Ferrari BMW?
0: Oof. <laughs> I mean, I like some of those cars.
2: <clears> I'm getting a couple of uh, Ferraris. I'm back in with Ferrari. I'm uh, I'm getting the new uh, Portofino first.
0: What a charming
2: name. I'm getting that tomorrow. I will be picking up my mom. At the, I have to pick my mom up at the airport. It'll be completely wasted on her. She, she Well, what kind of car Could is you, this, okay. Michael? Why, why are you picking me up Can, in this will you tell contraption, please? Will
0: you please tell her it's a Toyota? Will she believe that?
2: It, yeah, I'll say it's the new Toyota Supra. <laughs> I will say that. And she, it won't make any difference to her. It's, it's like it's the new Mars Lander. It won't, it won't, you know, to her credit, though, one of her, she likes Porsche 914s. I really? took her for a ride in a 914.6 that I own, and she loved that. She said, this is my favorite car that you've ever owned. Now think about what that statement is. Think of how many cars I've owned in my life. That is a very strange statement. It's cool, though. It was kind of cool that she said that. You know,
0: almost 20 years I've known you, I've never met your
2: mom. You're going to meet my mom. I think I have to bring her out this weekend for one of the drives, because uh, if I leave her alone with the kids, they may uh, shoot each other or something. Now, can can I
0: ask you questions about your father?
2: Oh, uh, she loves to talk about him. She's still very much in love with him even though he's not with us anymore on this planet. I think he's been gone for 10 years.
0: Can I talk about the gambling? Um, I I don't know. What about that he's a hummingbird now?
2: Yeah, that would definitely go after that. My mom believes that my father's reincarnated as a hummingbird, so, and we have a lot of hummingbirds at the house, and she'll always stop dead in her tracks. The kids are very confused about how their grandfather turned into a bird. This
0: delights me because his nickname <laughs> was Fats, and, and the idea that a smoking, <laughs> gambling, <laughs> overweight guy would be a hummingbird. You what know do you think?
2: Th- Not to get too into the subconscious, I think that's why you're my friend. Because you're very fats-like in your presentation, <laughs> far more successful and far more eloquent. But your essential like thing is very my, fats-like.
0: My my essence.
2: Yeah, I could call you fats and feel very comfortable uh, but, with it. But <laughs> the
0: thing is, I would never say to you, "Well, Michael, I'm going to be reincarnated as a hummingbird." I know I would be reincarnated as a rat. A <laughs> my clever, dad, my dad <laughs> would never
2: confide that into me. He wouldn't have said that. He told her. She was the only person he spoke to.
0: I know, but okay, I'm going to tell you right now, if I come back, it's going to be something low to the ground and vile. (laughs) It will not be a beautiful hummingbird. Low to (laughs) the ground, ground. like
2: what? Something vile, like a skink. Like one of these animals we send each other on Instagram back and forth? Yeah, some (laughs) badger-like awful. Like an overweight possum that's gorged on garbage?
0: Yes. Oh, man. A fat raccoon that rolls over.
2: I've rolled through many different scenarios of coming back like animals, and none of them really work for me. <laughs> At some point, like even if you're the soaring like eagle, you get shot by an idiot you know, in somebody's backyard. If you're a dolphin, you're still in murky water. It's just what a horrible life that must be. I, th- th- I my
0: father stayed up all night long smoking and drinking and, and grinding in his mind. What kind of animal
2: would that be? <laughs> <laughs> a vulture <laughs> well, well maybe we'll do a show about this soon yeah. maybe we'll do uh, a show about what animal would you be when you came back I, I would guess most people can't when it comes down to making the city and actually following through I mean think of, I always, it doesn't work for you think of how long what's the lifespan of this guy so dog 12 years really and the last two or cancer injection site tumors cataracts (laughs) cataracts (laughs) people kicking you and you can't say anything about it i mean forget it pooping in the backyard every five minutes i don't know there's none right
0: you know what comes after
2: what nothing
0: yeah it's just no, like what, what's your line? It's just like before you were born. Yeah, Nothing.
2: yeah. How did you feel before you were born? I don't remember it. Okay, guess where you going? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. There's your there's your d- depressing act break for Spike's Car Radio in a minute. Jerry will be done with his Masticating your steak, <laughs> gourmet dessert, and and his wife will allow him to talk to us about his. 944 experience. He's taken possession of two of these cars. These were his taproot cars. He bought them sight unseen, and he's driven both. And guess what? You can do that. You can do that. When you're Jerry. When you're Jerry. We've all done it too, and we're going to find out what he thinks of these cars. Was it a good decision or a bad decision? We'll be right back. 60 seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer with your car from True Car. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit-ups, just listen to my voice, you can get a True Cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or at home. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Answer few questions and you'll get an accurate true cash offer from local true car certified dealer it's that easy after that you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together the two of you you can even hug if you want you can ask questions get the answers you need so there's no surprises and simply leave your check or trade in your car for a new ride so when you're ready to experience a new better way to sell or trade in your car check out true car today
1: you're listening to spikes car radio
2: Welcome back, Spike's Car Radio, Jerry. Uh, we're calling quiet. Jerry right now. This is going to be good because I know a little bit about what's about to happen. I went driving with Jerry after he picked up the new car. Jerry, are you there? Oh, he's ringing right now. This is good. This is fun leaving this in. I like hearing the ringtone. Yeah. All right, it's exciting. We don't know who's going to answer the phone right now. <clears throat> wait, Betty, wait. Betty's a slow eater. Hold on. Hello. Mr. Seinfeld, oh, are you there? Is it, uh This is Spike oh, Ferrisen. Yeah. Is it okay if I use your voice on the air? <laughs> That's what Letterman used to have to say. In New York, you have to ask permission first before you can record somebody. Did you know that? I did not.
1: <clears throat> may I use your voice on yes. the air? You, you may ask permission. <laughs> yes. How was dinner? Delicious.
2: Are you still eating? I hear you mashing.
1: I'm having a little of sweet. <laughs> yeah, I was, I oh, was was, you just ruined that. <laughs> 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 he, he,
2: Zuckerman gave up sugar, now now he's going to listen to this.
1: Wow! As did you really, weight? Paul?
2: I did. Twenty twenty-four wow. days. Wow! Yeah, the weights
1: i
0: am shedding weight.
1: Wow, good for you! So, no bread, no pasta.
0: Nope. Nope. Salads. He Lots looks of completely salads. different. Uh, not
2: completely Well, do you me. have water in there? I need a water. And I
0: feel I feel tremendous, Jerry. And I sleep at night. I don't wake up with reflux.
2: So I, happy to hear this. Yes,
0: no agita. <laughs> well, don't worry. It'll
2: come back. <laughs> All right. Here I have a question. Why do you want to call this episode Earth, Wind and Fire?
1: Because when we get together, that's that's what it's like, the three of us.
0: Ah. Okay. Really? Which one am I?
1: Each each one of us. Well, you could be anyone you want. <laughs> 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 I,
2: I, I think fire is most desirable, but wind for you, Zuckerman. <laughs> You're wind. Wind. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's
1: earth. He's, no, no he's, I think he's grounded. we're on the three of us. The three of us are on together. It should be called Earth, Wind and Fire. That's right. Really so funny. there may be some copyright infringement there. And there you go. All
2: right. Well we're talking about taproot cars. And uh, Mm -hmm. as we set up a little earlier in the episode, you called in a few eps back about the 944. Mm -hmm. You procured two, a 944 Cabriolet and a 944 Turbo. Shortly after that, you were out here to drive the new 944 cab. I met you down at the Shell Mm -hmm. station on the PCH.
1: That's right. That's right.
2: I was in whatever I was in. I was driving next to you and here was this beautiful silver with a navy blue top, 944 that looked brand new. Uh, it was blowing my mind. I was really bummed that I was in a, a new car and not an old car like you. And uh, when yeah. we got to Bill's, you had a frowny face. Tell us what was going <laughs> on. <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I what I did is I, uh, as I sometimes do, I, I over, uh, I, I pressed my bet too. I over, what's it called when you uh, bet too much money on a game or uh and you over invest. O- What's what that called, Paul? No, 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 Overreach. They you... overinvested. I, you know, it's like uh I I got so excited, you heard from my last uh show, I was so excited about nine forty fours and remembering back to what they were like, which I had to remember back thirty two years and realizing, hey, there was something very interesting about that car. I need to get back into that. I forgot about that. And one of the things that happens with us is there's a big excitement in the car hobby of when you discover a niche that you realize <clears throat> you had overlooked. Mm-hmm. We, we tend to get very excited about that. Oh, I mm-hmm. forgot about these, or I didn't know about these. gives you something to look up. It gives you, like, uh, you know, videos to watch and magazines and stuff. You just kind of you get to dig, which is what we love to do. And so um, I bought two 944s, a, a 944 Cab S2, which is the normally aspirated, 16-valve. It was very early uh, days of 16-valve engines. You know, uh, prior to that, it was always two valves uh, per cylinder. So now it was four valves per cylinder, and you know, that was just very high tech and better low-end response. And but still, it's 211 horsepower. It's a convertible, so you're losing some structural rigidity, and the whole feel of the car was just not sporty. It was, it was. It was too boulevard, too suburban, too—it um, just had no—it wasn't serious enough. And then I remembered that magazine ad when they first introduced the 944 Turbo, and it was something about when Porsche uh, does a turbo, we don't just bolt a turbo onto the engine. And they showed every part in one of those beautiful, gray, seamless uh, photographs, and they show you all the parts that they change— when they do a turbo, all the suspension parts and uh, um everything is beefed up, everything is uh, adjusted and the uh, roll bars and uh different springs and just di- different everything you know and that's when I realized i had I had <clears throat> miscalculated myself as someone who could appreciate a car that uh is not the sports focused car of the time
2: mm mm-hmm. I remember so you so far? You were standing, uh, you and I were standing there, and you just said, It's, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but it's boring. And then I pointed to your license plate frame, and and the plate frame (laughs) said, Life is too short for boring cars. And I just went, Well, it was right there the whole time. Why did you buy it? Yeah, (laughs) right. You know, but but it's
1: a really nice car, and it is for sale now at South Bay Porsche. Wait, <clears> it's on their lot. It's got 4,000 miles on it. Someone who can be thrilled to have this
2: car. <laughs> he offered it to us, Suckerman. I don't remember that. I, well, it was quick. I, I passed on it right away. I forget it. <laughs>
1: but it's No, big. you didn't. You wanted to drive it, and I wouldn't allow you to drive it because I know... It's not going to suit your taste. I, I but I re- recall driving
2: a nine forty four in Car Matchmaker and having that feeling. What I did want to do was take the top down and experience the car as it was meant to be experienced. You're, you're right about I'm that. Sure,
1: it would be. I'm sure that would enhance the experience significantly. But so, cut to yesterday.
2: No, wait. No, hold on. I don't want to make that cut oh, just okay. yet because okay. at, when this happened. It gave an added dimension to the taproot theory that Mr. Zuckerman proposed all of these episodes back. Going back to your your, your seminal car, the one that started it all, the taproot car. Seminal. And suddenly with this – you've gone back and visited this 944 – and you didn't like it, and it made me think that perhaps the taproot is underground and needs to stay underground, that it's, it's the, the plant that blossoms from the taproot, Zuckerman, that we enjoy, no. not the root itself. Go sure, ahead. because Sure, no.
0: because you, you can okay, <laughs> at, at times, no. remember this, the famous writer said you could never go home. Right. And memory. Thomas and, yes, thank you. And, and memory, nostalgia, it shines up the past and makes it mm-hmm. something it never was. And you're older, you're more sophisticated, you've experienced mm-hmm, more, the mm-hmm. world has gone on. Sometimes going back is a big mistake.
2: Like my, my taproot is a 911 from 1974 and a C.P. Brown with Tanitaria. I'm not necessarily going back to that car ever. It's just, it started no, my yeah. love of the machine. Yeah. Right. And I've driven other 911s, other cars that I like better. So the, in, in that case, I'm an underground taproot. Right, and
0: I'm never going to get a 72T that's built out as, a, as an as Green RS. Goblin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But but, now, but Jerry, well, but Jerry's found a valid taproot here. That's right. Well,
1: that, first of all, I just want to make it very, very clear, crystal clear, <laughs> that I 100% disagree with you can't go home again. Okay? Really? You're because going to Massapequa? I have done that my entire life. I went back to Long Island to live after I lived in L.A. I went back to stand-up after my TV series. I went back to the Upper West Side, where I started my career at the age of 21. I have gone Did back. you sell umbrellas in Midtown? No. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but all of those things have worked for me, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Because those, a lot of those choices—I I told you in my last episode— about the Fiat one twenty four yes. one twenty eight sport that mm-hmm. I got. And and couldn't believe how right I was that this was an incredibly sophisticated car for its time. Mm-hmm. And driving it now, having driven the greatest cars in the world confirm for me that I was sophisticated. Here's the problem. You guys were not sophisticated. That's right. You've <laughs> always... You have, I was.
0: Yo, and I'm going to say that. You're an outlier. <laughs> you are on the other side of the curve. You fell off the curve. We didn't know who we were when we
1: were 17.
0: Right. You knew who right. you were and you stayed I the did. same
1: guy. That's right. That's right. right. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. I, I, I knew. I was born me and I have stayed... <laughs> to that you came out
2: uh, you came out a 50 year old jerry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so now now the second 944 yeah. the 944 turbo has been delivered we have not spoken since this car was delivered right you you picked this up right, the other day right. and same Yesterday. experience different experience what happened
1: okay i go to pick up the car it's in deepest, darkest Staten Island. Mm. <laughs> and I, I I venture in like, uh, um, uh, what, what, who were those two fam- uh, famous explorers? Uh, Lewis and Clark. <laughs> no, not Lewis Stanley. and Clark. Stanley. was it something Something I presume? Mr. Stan- Mr. Stanley.
0: Presume. Stanley Livingston. Mr.
1: Stanley, I presume, yeah. Living- so I'm hacking through the weeds of Staten Island. <laughs> I've seen, I found this car on the internet. I call the guy. He's a lovely guy. The car looks great in the pictures. We get shots of the underside. He provides that. We go all over the car. This is just going by internet pictures, which you know can be very risky. And um, I go out there, and there's the car right in the middle of the street. The guy's got it it's out there. It's clean. It's ready to go. He's a nice guy. The deal's done. I get in the car. I start it up, and I know right away it's genius mm. i'm a genius <laughs> this car. wiley coyote super genius <laughs> he declares
0: self-declared
2: genius Zuckerman. Super, just <laughs> like <Wiley> coyote. <laughs> first
1: of all it's 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 the it's the hard top coupe okay it's not the convertible right so it's solid mm-hmm. it's the turbo the wheels are bigger the, the body the ride height is lower. The roll bars are thicker. The shocks are stronger. The springs are tougher. The engine is more powerful. It's black, black. I am in my zone of what is correct. And I put the car in gear and I let the clutch up. And I'm with my friend, Chris Mazzilli, who is one of the great Corvette mavens of the world right now. Chris is one of those guys who judges those Corvette uh, What's that organization NCRS. That they, N- yeah, he's one of the judges. Okay, he 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 goes on eBay for ninety minutes every day to start his day <laughs> just looking at cars. I'm a silly. And I said to him, "Isn't it amazing, guys like us? When you're far, so far down the road in this hobby, you can get in the car, go twenty feet, and know right away if it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Right away. Yep. You just you put it in gear. I remember." Uh, Andy Pruninger saying this about the 911R. He says, you back out of the parking spot and you already know know, something very different. And that's what it was like. I got out on the highway and that turbo kicks in and there's there's a view down the hood of these cars uh, that's just very comfortable. There's a really nice cockpit feel to this car. Very, very Captain Kirk, uh, a barca lounger uh, kind of. You just feel like the captain. You know, you got a big console on your right, you got a nice armrest on your left, the steering wheel is low, beautiful analog dials, and because it's a 944, you just got that, you know, the 968, they put the headlights, were visible, the 944, it's just metal. It's just flat metal, just like a saucer, like a, like an alien saucer glued to the ground. And it's, wow. but it's, it's an 80s car, so it's small. <clears throat> it's very, very tight. But like 914s, they have tons of room inside. You're going, where's all this room coming from? And of course, it doesn't have the crumple zones and all that stuff. But you're just in this unique experience. And the build quality is phenomenal. Really? This car is really great. It's 20,000 miles. So it's very, you know, fresh feeling car. But tracking straight down the road. And we'd we, we bought a few cars before Chris Mazzilli, and I've gone together to pick them up. And whenever we get a car, we go to Dunkin' Donuts to celebrate and get donuts and coffee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we we'll the
1: car up front. What's
2: the horsepower on this car? Is it two fifty or two forty seven? Two forty seven, and is bad. that
1: noticeable? That little increase in oh, horsepower. It's not a little. You got a three thousand pound car. You're going from two at eleven to two forty seven. Plus, it's also it's the way it sits on the road. It's that. Remember the. Mm-hmm. See, remember that old. B.F. Goodrich Tiger Paws commercial right, exactly. with Uniroyal, Royal. Yep. And it was a cartoon of, like, the Tiger, yep. just, in the, you know, that grip. That's what this car feels like. It's just gripped, glued. You feel very low mm-hmm. and glued to the pavement. And it's it's beautiful. And it's what's great about it is it's a different feel. It's not a 911. It's nothing like a 911. You go around that long curving ramp to get into the Lincoln Tunnel. It's like a big 180 entrance ramp and you're going faster and faster and it's just sitting perfectly 50 50 bounds all the things I've talked about and 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 you're happy you mm. you're happy Ducati people Ian a genius and I'm happy
2: Ducati <laughs> Ian you've already answered a couple questions we've got a ton of questions here everybody's dying. you know you've okay. you've awakened the people the Porsche community to the 944 so many people ask yeah. us about these cars now that you're in there they worry the market's going to go crazy. Um, yeah. You know, you just answered uh, Glenn Patterson's question. He wants to know if it drives anything like a 911. No, it does not. It's a new thing. It,
1: it is like a 911 in build quality. In build and quality. Let me tell you something. Build quality. There's nothing better than old build quality. Mm. This is why we like these old Mercedes diesels. When When you are in a car that's new, they always feel pretty well made because it's new. When it's 30 years old, that's when you find out, was it really well made? And then 30 years later, that's when, when, when the truth comes out, it still feels strong and tight. No rattles, no squeaks, tracks well, pre- precision, steering, all those things, it hasn't loosened up. Now this car is a, obviously a, a low mileage example, so that, you know, really favors the car. But still, any 30 year old car is going to start to get a little, uh, uh Lucy Goosey mm-hmm. and this one feels it, again it doesn't feel like a nine eleven but it's built by guys who have the same uh philosophy when you buy a a sports car, you're buying a philosophy of what a, what what do I want what do I don't want what do I need, what do I not need and to me, what I like when I'm buying a porsche it's not the car I'm buying the philosophy of what you should have. And a lot of that also has to do with the mass, the size, you know, uh, of, of uh, that perfect envelope. That's what a sports car is. It's a perfect envelope when when it's right.
2: Ducati Ian wants to know, how are you going to drive this 944 differently than the 911? Like, what drives will you do in the 944 versus a 911 drive? Can you, Carver? Question.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll drive it in the rain. I'll drive it in the snow. I, I won't. I won't be so protective of it. Ah. You don't. You don't. You know. You don't feel like oh, it's a nine eleven. I can't take it out. It, it look. It might rain. I don't want to get any acid rain on it. You can <laughs> relax a little bit. Um, it's, 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 I'll tell you the the hand the, the stick is one of the great sticks, and you know we're driving nine eleven R's and GT three tourings mm-hmm. now. You know, those are beautiful gearboxes and beautiful, uh, the actual mechanism is mm. really, really good. And these really were good in their day, too. And that steering wheel, you know, see how you love that 964 right. steering wheel right. leather? Yes. Yeah, it's got that feel. Oh.
2: Quality. Quality. Would you con- yeah. Substantial. Another one of our listeners wants to know, would you consider it a daily driver, this car? Or is it just a weekend fun 100%?
1: car? No, no, daily. Daily, you got that big... Rear compartments. You're very comfortable. You got back seats. You got it, it, it's it's uh, uh, liquid cooled. Excellent a, uh, heat and air conditioning. Uh, wow, Can you believe drive. this? I'm, I'm, this I'm sold. i He's made car. me
0: incredibly jealous <clears throat> and desirous of having. He's really he's good got, at it, though. He is. The way he puts words okay, together like that happens, and, and he is. And here's old.
1: I I I have a finish for this story. Okay. So I I, I buy the car from this guy in Staten Island. I drive back to my garage on the Upper West Side. I pull into my garage. There's a guy working on the door of my garage because it's broken. He's fixing it. I pull in. The guy says to me, were you in Staten Island today? I go, yeah, I just picked up this car there. How would you know that? He said, my best friend just sold you that car. Come on. He told me you were coming today. I didn't believe him. Wow.
2: Wow. How about that? That is wild. That's good
1: car karma. That's supercar the, karma. Yeah. And now, listen to this. Here's, here's the good news for Zuckerman. <laughs> not
2: for me. Go ahead. What do you got? He,
1: he says to me, believe it or not, the guy that sold <laughs> me the car, says, believe it or I not. I got a better one, Zuck. Somebody just contacted me with an even better one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep talking, <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Now you got my Same attention. Same here. Black, black. 9,000 miles. We have to do it. Look at that. I'm doing it. And and I'll tell you whichever one uh, is lesser. <laughs> Wait, with that's with good news for Zucker. You get whichever one. is You worst. get
0: whichever one you want, and then I'll give you the lesser version. Yes.
2: Oh my God!
0: Pass the trash.
2: Unbelievable,
0: <laughs> Wily Coyote,
2: super genius. <laughs> that's how I ended up with the dark blue GT3. Yeah, I'm getting a fashion gray one. No, you're not, Spike. <laughs> I'm getting it first. You take the blue one I bought. Ah. Well, the crumbs that fall out of Jerry's...
1: That white GT2 RS is killing me. That car is... I think that's the best. I don't. I don't think that car's car. been announced
2: yet, Zuckerman. Do you you can go ahead and take a moment right now to tell us about your new acquisition. I have a second <laughs> one third interest in a GT two RS. So how many how many I've portions t- do you own altogether of a GT two RS? I
0: have two one third slices <laughs> okay. and two. I have one third slice of two different cars. The chalk and the chalk and why with you and Lois yes. and then with my two partners <laughs> in the office, we got a white soccer, so it's white and black, and I got wow. the 18-way comfort seats. And I'm going to tell you, for me, it's a game changer. And I think wow. not a lot of people went white and black, and it really harkens back to, say, your 07 GT3 yeah. RS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It right, really looks right.
2: good, and it really looks tough. And wow. now you get yeah, the car. Can... You're driving the GT2 RS now because you You're... don't drive ours much. I can't. Right. Good I'm, news I'm, for me. I'm crippled. You're
0: you're in luck.
2: <laughs> I'm putting lots of miles you, on that car. You're putting ninety percent
0: <laughs> of the miles on that car. It's we still do ninety percent of the damage. You'll he does do 90... a lot of
2: damage to the car, but that's cool too. Are you driving yours, Jerry? Everybody a lot of listeners asked no. about letting uh can we let Jerry drive ours, but he's got a beautiful car. He's got a black black car. Are you driving it?
1: Yeah. No, I'm not because I'm I, I I'm in the middle of making comedians and cars and I'm not getting out to LA enough. Right. Uh, Here's what I want to know from you guys. No no one's. Has anybody driven the new GT3 RS?
0: No, no, not not a soul. I know. I've. Does anybody
1: want it? No. Is the GT3 Touring beaten the GT3 RS for usability? And more people want the Touring. Is that I, what's
2: happened? I believe in the PR, the fight for, for, for PR on a daily basis. The GT3 Touring has won. But the folks I've spoken to who have driven the GT3 RS are absolutely destroyed by it. They love it. I think this, we've, wow. we're kind of not paying attention to a real – there's a story there. There's a story there.
0: It got lost wow. in all the specialty cars. And, right. You can't we, get everything. But we know that the, the 992 will have a stick. We won that battle. Yes, right. we're going to have that, and I think I normally gonna... aspirated too. Built,
1: they've built the nine nine two to accommodate hybridization, so maybe the nine nine one point two is kind of the last pure nine eleven. Fair to say?
2: Oh, that conversation! <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that since the nine right, yeah. <laughs> 993s. nine nine threes. Yeah, I've been saying that since seventy three. Yeah, but no, you're the right a lot
1: you want a GT3 RS or no. are you over
2: it?
0: No, I would rather, if there's going to be one more <laughs> 991, it's the Speedster. But I don't see that happening right, for, right. for me. Yeah, and if you
2: think about GT right. cars, the GT2 RS is such a special kind of once every, what, every 10 years type deal. It's, it's spectacular. It's right. yeah. so yeah. kill. Yeah, for uh, for our little group, yeah. it's the one. It's the one. But the, When the three yeah, of us yeah. take
0: out three of these cars on PCH, <laughs> this will uh-huh. really be uh, yeah. like hell's angels. Yeah,
2: yeah. when are you going to come out, Jerry? When so can that, you is be that here?
1: what the Hells Angels would do? To you?
2: a, well, uh, in
0: 2019, we will, be, we will be the Hells Angels. We've
2: done this before. We did it with Carrera GTs. We've done it with GT3s. And there's a gang mentality, a fighter yes. pilot like yes. fighter jets mentality to the driving that isn't necessarily good. Yeah, it's a mob. It's, it's mob <laughs> dynamics. <laughs> right. Mitchell Clifton asked a question Mitchell. that has nothing to do with cars, but I really liked it, Jerry. And I want to ask you. Okay. He's like, let's say... I'm walking towards Jerry on the sidewalk. What's the best way to indicate that I'm a fan while passing by, but I don't have anything material to say to him. I'm just a total stranger. I don't want an interaction, but I do want to non-verbally tell you how much I like you. What do you suggest?
1: That is a fantastic question. Isn't it good? It's a good one, right? Very considerate, thoughtful person. So let me compliment you on that. Uh, well, I really like when they just say my first name and nothing else. Right. Not hi Jerry, not hey Jerry, just Jerry. <laughs> <Just> keep walking, <laughs> just Jerry. What about some yeah. sort
2: of? We could just have a gesture, a face gesture, like a uh, you know, a, a nose, a finger like on the, the nose. Like yeah, the you could sting. have your own thing that your just your fans <laughs> know about you. You could in, right now invent something, a little like from the the sting, that right. little nose thing from
1: the yeah. sting. Yeah, that's funny. Or you you hold. Um, it. Yeah, I'm just a, very appreciative that uh, he, he enjoys the work, and you could say anything you want. And it's all welcome. Right.
2: All right. No hogs. Carnuda wants to know I think we've talked about it a little bit, but do you guys ever buy cars without driving them? (laughs) Well, Well, there there
0: uh, you go. That was the whole show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. But here's what I'm telling you you can go home again if you were smart in your youth and you did your research and you thought deeply about what should I get, what's the best car on the market now. And the 944 Turbo was the best sports car on the market. Uh, 87 to 89, it mm-hmm. was. 911s were cool, but they weren't as good. It, it, they were interesting, just not as good a car. 944s did not capture people's fascinations for whatever reasons. but you go back to it, you get in it, and you go, oh, my God, these guys killed it when they made this car. So the The concept of it, putting the gearbox in the back of the car to, and moving the engine as close to the firewall as possible, over the wheels, and you get perfect weight distribution, and you put the driver in the middle, that's going to feel really nice down, going down the road, and it sure does. And, and, of course, then all the fine-tuning over the many years that they do, that they always do. Even when the company's on the, on the balls of the ass, they do that engineering work until the thing is perfect.
2: You know, maybe that signal should just be holding up numbers, Zuckerman, like 944. When people walk by, just go to Jerry, 944 (laughs) with your fingers, and he'll understand what that means. But buying – I just wanted to touch upon the idea of buying this thing on the internet that then gets delivered to your driveway and you don't like it. How do you guys handle that? What do you do? Do you just unwind the deal? Is that what you did, Jerry? You just called him up and said it's not – it's not for me. I love it. And and do you end up paying for the shipping? Do they? How does it work?
1: Well, we did offer the guy who sold me the, the cab back if he wanted it back because it wasn't what I wanted. Uh, he he elected to not do that, which is fine, and it's his prerogative, and, and then uh, we moved it on to uh, South Bay Porsche.
2: Wow, so you got jammed up with it. What do you do, Zuckerman?
0: I've made mistakes. If you're a lawyer, you right? It. No, you sell it, you move on, you maybe you take a loss. Yeah. You, you you know if you're gonna be yeah. in the game sometimes you get a losing hand. You can't win everyone. <clears throat>
1: right. Right.
2: What about um there's a listener here who I can't find, but he wanted to know about nine fourteens. Why do you think nine yeah. fourteens over nine forty fours if you're just starting out and you don't have nine eleven money?
1: No, the nine forty four but it's gotta be the turbo. I am not endorsing the normally aspirated 944. <laughs> I want to be clear about that. You've got to get the top dog. The I top dog. I watched a dog. video the other day of somebody that had a 944 turbo with 400,000 miles on it. 400,000. That tells you how the thing's made.
2: Right. Tells you you don't want to hang out with that. But car. then, but you just skip past the nine fourteen, which is a car we all love. We love nine fourteens, right? But those are now, yes. they're kind, of, they're a little higher than nine forty fours, right? They're up toward a hundred grand, especially if it's a six. Um, what right. about what about Caymans? Would you look at Caymans, you guys? Mm. The GT four. Why don't you ever buy these cars? Why don't you ever drive these cars? Philip Mitchell wants to know. Well, Jerry has. I've driven them on the I track. Had, I love I them. had
1: one came in when it first came out. Um, it's another car with outstanding Porsche touch and engineering and, and mastery, but, but but is a challenge for character and personality. And uh, the 944 and the 914 also fall into that category. When there's a, a, a more interesting personality in the room, uh, Mr. Zuckerman is a perfect example. That's who people want to hear from. What <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> did, did you always rife? Right? Of course not. Wait a minute. It's a roast all of a
2: sudden. I it love turned it. Into no, a roast. This is terrific. <laughs> so it says the what did you <laughs> what did you buy on Bring a Trailer recently? Did you buy this nine forty four there?
1: I bought the 944 Cabriolet on Bring Your Trailer. It was a great experience. I love those guys. Uh, the whole uh, bidding experience was great. Here's the, um, here's the
2: question, by the way, because I got it a lot after you did that. Everybody now knows your username. Are you going to stick with that username so we know no, who you are? It. You are. Well,
1: that's where that tweet came from. Somebody knew that I was bidding on that Subaru, Brad. It must have been from the show. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's and, hilarious. And by
2: the way, I saw the one you wanted at Barrett-Jackson. It was It was there. It went for like 16 7
1: I forgot we, to buy it.
2: It was a nice car.
1: Yeah, it was nice a nice time. car. I made a mistake. Hey, you know what? I'm so down the road now on 944s. I'm in a swirl. I'm going to swoon. Wow. I can't wait to get back in this car and drive it. Oh, it's God. just feels different from, you know, we we go so 9-11 crazy. What if you had that same type of thoroughness in a completely different platform? It's it's That's what it is. Are you talking about the Cayman? It's the same thing.
2: So uh, last t- feel. 23 wants to know, what do you do if your taproot car is particularly boring? And that's where I think we're in an underground and above-ground taproot right. situation. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and that's it man. We're you know, I'm going to let you go. I know you got to work. We're okay. uh, we're out of time here. Um thank you for filling us in on this. this is we've learned a lot, lot about fun. this new taproot theory and uh the ups and yeah. downs. It,
1: it, you can go home again. That's my message.
2: Wow. He's so positive, Zuckerman. Uh, yeah, but, I, but right listen,
0: that's not true for me because I was a slapdick <laughs> idiot from Huntington. I, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't know anything. I uh,
1: think you can go home but see, as, What was the first car you bought that you said, oh, I got that right? I bought the right thing there. Yeah. What was that car
0: You know, um, it's, it's two cars. One, actually, it, it was it was a, uh, a 1970 300 SEL 6.3 i was living above my means oh, but nice. but new right. cars new car wise uh, it's a toss up between uh, uh, a BMW M5 was a pretty good move at the time that was a nice car right. but truly when the first time i got a, G- a 997 GT3 yeah. that was right. that was right. my big mm-hmm. home run that's mm-hmm. when i really really got it right
2: that's the right greatest.
1: so you, you, you're always going to go back to that and feel good about it, right?
2: You're right about that, yes.
1: Yeah. So,
2: but you've yeah. added a dimension. The first time you got it right, maybe that's the taproot card. That's...
1: Yeah, uh, maybe it it's car. the first yeah. time
2: you got it right, because for me that yeah. becomes the seventy three nine eleven T. Remember that that white car that you didn't buy from Tennessee that car. I bought? And then or the ninety eight oh, yeah. C 2s you know, and those were right. two right. perfect nine elevenths that I absolutely maybe that's So Jerry's beginning maybe to getting right
0: tw- He's got it right for twenty years longer than I have. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> when well, you were driving those fifties Corvettes. <laughs> right. Well, I didn't know better. Like I said, I didn't know better. <clears throat> All right, man. Well, thank you for uh, right, for calling Thanks. in. We'll see you okay. when you get out here. You can go ahead and uh, let him go. Uh, next week or soon, there's one more question, Zuckerman. Uh, Jan Coombs Cars. At Amelia, are you guys going to buy any... Um, I don't know about that, but Jan is coming on the show. He's going to come on in in a week or two and discuss all of the cars, the rare 911s and things he's got going up at uh, Amelia. Anyway, that's it, Zuckerman. Thank you for coming in. I'm
0: in a much better mood. Thank you.
2: (laughs) You're welcome. And we'll be back next week with Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app, or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.com. The biggest Sunday of the year is finally here as the Los Angeles Rams go head to head with the New England Patriots in Atlanta. And Podcast One Sportsnet has got your game day coverage. Tune into the Rich Eisen Show and the Dan Patrick Show for your daily
0: game day analysis from the most iconic sportscasters around as R.J. Bell of R.J. Bell's Dream Preview and Shaq from The Big Podcast come at you live on the
2: ground for the best game day coverage available. No matter which team you're rooting for, download these shows and more each week on Podcast One Sportsnet or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.